Ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and doers, seekers of purpose and fulfillment, welcome to Passion on Purpose, the podcast that sets your soul on fire and ignites the spark within you. I'm your host, Steph Hilfer, and I'm beyond thrilled you're here. Passion on Purpose features leaders, experts, and sometimes me on center stage. We put the spotlight on visionaries, entrepreneurs, leaders, experts, and everyday heroes to share their journey of self-discovery, enthusiasm, and unwavering determination. We'll explore how they use their passion and purpose to fuel their brand. Alongside our leaders, we'll provide practical tips, actionable advice, and wisdom from our experts across various fields. So if you're ready to unleash your inner fire, shake off the doubts and insecurities, and pursue a life of purpose with unbridled enthusiasm, then let's dive in. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast. Today, I'm so excited. We have Rick. Ooh, Rick, I want to say your name right. Names are so important. We practice this, Rick. Rick Ivanovich. Did I get it right? Yes. Okay. I'm getting the thumbs up. Spot on. All right. We have Rick Ivanovich, and he is with, did I mess it up the second time? Of course. (laughs) We have Rick. We're going to go with Rick, and he is with TRG. You also are going to learn so much about what he's doing as the CEO and a coach in his world. So excited to dive in more and learn about that. And so we are going to do that the same way we always do by asking our uh, hard-hitting question. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, I think so. But before we start, yeah, I would like to say thanks for having me, Steph, really. Oh. Um, and, and and I like to, to share a core belief that I hold dear. I love that. And that is that all of us have the potential to be architects of change. And in today's era, which is really defined by all this constant transformation, our task is not just to keep up, but to actively shape the path forward. So for myself, from stacking shelves, stacking stacking shelves (laughs) in a supermarket and learning the ropes of people management as a trainee in a supermarket chain in the UK, to then immersing myself in the precise world of accounting and later navigating this constantly evolving landscape of technology and humans, Mm. my story really demonstrates the power of transformation and continuous learning and the significant impact each one of us can make. And every day, our actions, big or small, they shape our future. And as we discuss stuff today, Steph, I want everybody listening to remember this. You are your brand. And every decision you make is part of the unique story that you are crafting for yourself. How you react, how you adapt, and how you innovate in the face of all this change will define your story and your legacy. And this belief inspiring each of us for consistently higher achievement is the cornerstone of what I do, the cornerstone of my work, and it's also my life purpose. So as we dive into this great conversation today, let's not just think about adapting to change, 
think about how we can define it. After all, when we embrace our unique qualities and strive for personal growth, we are not just participants, but catalysts in our ever-changing business as unusual world. So let's get started, Stan. <laughs> I love that. What a beautiful way to start. You are speaking my language. I feel like we are this, which is the intention of the show. I feel like we're just having a very like-minded conversation because you are speaking my language. So I know this is going to be gold guys. All right. So I think you've touched on some of the things, but let's dive in a little deeper and unpack all of that greatness that you just shared. And let's dive in deep with what is your personal why? My personal why is that I inspire and transform professionals for consistently higher achievement. That's my life purpose. And when did you first in your life find, you know, you shared earlier that you started at a, at a market in your, where you live. Uh, in the UK, um, stacking shelves, I'm almost going to say shacking shelves, which is a totally different kind of thing, stacking shelves. And uh, now today, you know, you're living this why of helping others, you know, transform. When did you first find that connection for yourself? That's an excellent question. Um, I only actually came up with that life purpose statement out four to five years ago. Okay. <laughs> four to five years ago. Um, I, uh, to me, I just, you know, I, 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 I was the straight A geek at, at school. Um, okay. Who flunked it at the last second on the, those exams, which you're supposed to do really well on, which sort of dictates your trajectory and gets you into university. Um, I didn't quite make the grade, so I I ended up working in a supermarket. I kid you not. Uh, I was um, uh, a management trainee, mm -hmm. um, and that was fun as an eighteen-year-old kid, not going to university, working in a supermarket, dealing with people who are probably older than my parents. Um, and and I'm as I said, I like maths and stuff like that, and so none of this computed. But it was very very interesting um, for a while. Uh, but I realized I sort of felt brain dead. Okay, mm. like where the formula is, where's, you know, where's the challenge in, in this people thing? Um, and I don't even know why I decided to become accountant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so go back, go to accounting school, become accountant. And, you know, I've spent decades becoming the accountant, moving from industry to industry all over the place. Um, and culminated with me uh, being in Vietnam eventually. And and when they were going to ship me back home, because I'd been away from, from London for a while, um, that's when oil price used to be $15. You have to be quite old to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm that mature. Um, <laughs> and um, there's no way I was going to go because in the four years I'd been in Vietnam, I'd had five bosses in London and I didn't know any of them. <laughs> uh, and then I fortunately found out about a voluntary redundancy package. So I put my hand up and I retired back in 1994. Okay. 
Um, but I'm I'm a I'm a workaholic so that lasted a nanosecond, and um, I ended up establishing a company implementing accounting systems because I had inadvertently been doing that for several years in Vietnam because there was nothing else to do, and uh, I was the CFO of one oil company, and all my friends who were the CFOs of every other single international oil company you could think of kept asking me how are you doing your accounting what computer system are you using and i had the i i had one that worked so i they ended up buying it and i just ended up implementing it for them for free very nice a few beers or whatever <laughs> <laughs> as one does so yes yeah it, it, that, that, that's what that you know that happened and you know and and, and the company just started growing you know we implemented one system then another and we went into one industry and, and another and before you know where we're here today we've implemented in 80 different countries and we have about 500 people that just sort of got big mm -hmm. um, as it does um and some years ago well actually not some years ago probably about 15 years ago when when the company was scaling i thought i need to to know how to look after people and lead them and do that. This is not an accounting school. Yeah. <laughs> and how do I sell and how do I do marketing? And I, I don't know how to do that. Um, and so so I, I need to do something with people and I got into psychometrics. Mm, um, yeah. uh, that's the assessment of people. And you know, the easiest thing is get the right people on the bus and put them in the right seats. And that's mm -hmm. all it is, it's really simple, you know peg and hole so so we, we we've been doing that uh, and then it eventually led to i did a course um on coaching and mentoring and i thought it's too long i can't take you know two weeks out that's silly um so i attended two days and then i fell in love with it <laughs> and that's i suddenly right. realized oh you mean what i've been doing for decades this coaching and mentoring of of, of people because we do graduate entry and grow them you know mm -hmm. <laughs> i've been this is sort of coaching is it okay <laughs> right um so so that that that's when the journey began and i remember in one session with 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 one of the coaches literally in 45 minutes we hammered out my life purpose statement and that it all it all fell into place yeah. helping people that's what i've been trying to do all the time of course i inspire them and and and, and transform i'm the business leader i've got a big company got lots of people i've got to inspire them otherwise i'd be kicked out wouldn't i <laughs> <laughs> so you you have to do that and then i found that yeah it's quite it's coming quite naturally and it's not yeah. just inspire them to do something it's inspire them to be better mm. okay mm -hmm. and then i actually found that for this consistently higher achievement it's it's because I didn't go to university. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I've had this big tip on my shoulder all the time, and I have to prove myself better. So I do a certification. I, you know, uh, I become a, you know, one type of accountant, then another one. They get another CPA thing, and then I get one coaching certification. And you know, five certifications later, I still feel I need more. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's it's never ending. Okay. Um, and so that served me well yeah <laughs> yeah you are 
Um, I want to, I want, I don't, I don't want to forget this, but I saw that one of TRG's core values really, it aligns with what we're talking about here. And there's, mm -hmm. a, it's a term that I'm unfamiliar with. Probably most listeners would be unfamiliar with because mm -hmm. it's not common to the U S but mm -hmm. I want to touch on that in a second. But before we do that, I wanted to bring back Rick. I wanted to ask what, what is the five-year-old Rick doing? Hmm. <laughs> or six or mean, seven or eight nine ten somewhere in that window what is young rick doing oh what was what was young rick doing when he was that age yeah no? sometime and then like what would what would we stumble upon if we just got a little peek into the five to ten years for hmm. you okay well in that pre-10 you know six seven eight that kind of age i think it would be hmm Mm, it might be Rick the Clown. Nice. Okay, I love that. <laughs> um, or was that the the teenager Rick? I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I use humor. I've always used humor. Love that. Um, okay. To to facilitate things. Uh, to maybe it might be actually it might be um, a conflict avoidance thing. You mm. know. Um, you can introduce humor into the tense situation to help defuse it. Um, you can use uh, humor to connect with other people. Um, it's definitely an element to help people with approachability. Like you are, I yeah. immediately, immediately when we got on the line together, even before we hit record, I just felt like this comfort and you're so approachable and easy to talk to. And so with where you're at today, not even knowing it, back then when you're you know 5 10 mm -hmm. 15 and bringing out this humor i i think mm -hmm. it served you really well well thank you well is, isn't that what you expect because aren't i the stereotypical accountant <laughs> no you are absolutely <laughs> not which is one one reason why i asked that question because you've had such a unique fun journey i love it like you mm -hmm. kind of considered yourself maybe a clown in your younger years right using humor and then you loved math yet you know maybe test taking was not your strength hey hand up here guilty same thing and mm -hmm. even before we got on the line you told me that right after this in the wee hours of the night you're doing more courses like you are a lifelong learner and it's been something that's clearly been drilled in you or just innate in you for a long time and that innateness that thing that comes so naturally to you that you maybe like you mentioned, didn't realize was a skill until you learned of this whole coaching world. I think it's really, it's really powerful. And what I want listeners to get out of my ramble here is that the things that you do naturally and that come innate to you, do not second guess the power in that. And don't always assume that just because you know something, everyone does. Um, that's, that's just one of those huge life lessons that once you can tap into that, you can go forward with more intention and passion than you even probably know. So with that little ramble, I just wanted to, to talk to you about this lifelong learning and helping others and seeing others grow um, and have you touch on one of your core values. I don't even want to try to pronounce it because I've clearly done a stand-up job on pronouncing <laughs> challenging words today. Um, tell me about your core values at TRG. Okay, the core value that you're talking about is Kaizen. Kaizen. Yeah? As in 
K-A-I-Z-E-N. Um, and it's a Japanese uh, word um, meaning change for good. Um, it, it's been popularized. People might know it as the Toyota way. Uh. Okay. Uh, and and the, the real thing behind um, Kaizen is continuous improvement. Mm -hmm. And the concept there is it doesn't matter what your process is. If you make a teeny tiny change today and you make lots and lots of them as the days go by, the end result will be something big. Um, I reinterpret it as a continuous improvement, lifelong learning. So mm -hmm. the lifelong learning is, you know, we need to continuously improve ourselves. I mean, look at the, the, the disruption that we've all felt during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I just have to say generative AI and chat GPT and maybe people's eyes will start rolling and or maybe they're going to go and hide in the corner because they're scared. Um, it, it is disrupting. You know, it's causing massive disruption in the world. It's just another unusual thing that is is happening in the world. So this continuous improvement, this continuous learning, we have to apply it to ourselves because the world is changing so fast around us. And some people are also changing and they're, they're racing ahead. They're, they're obviously gurus out there already on chat GPT and generative AI. Actually, you know, to... On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm doing a six-month AI mastery course, nice. <laughs> which is another thing that I'm doing because I do not want to be left behind. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a guru like the guys teaching us, the people teaching us, but I, I want to know enough so I know what to do with it. And I'm already finding myself. I am teaching people mm -hmm. how, how to master um, um, uh, things like. Uh, generative AI better. <clears throat> Again, it's more a knowledge uh, to amass. It's more knowledge that I can pass on and help other people. So going yeah. back to that, that, that key value is every single day, we need to do something to improve ourselves. Mm -hmm. What have we learned today? Doesn't mm -hmm. matter how small it is, but you're going to have learned something. What mm -hmm. can we improve today? You know, apart from ourselves, it might be a process around us. Okay. Um, and that is that is very very important, and that's uh, one of our one of our six um, core values. That it, it's so in alignment with clearly an authentic piece of you, right? This is this is truly leading. This is the example. This is the exact reason I do this show is to show leaders who actually lead with intention and passion and bleed from the top down to their people and to who they serve are the ones who are truly making the difference in our world. So I, I just, I was so excited to chat with you today before we even got this energy exchange of just human to human, just seeing your core values uh, really, really got me excited. So now I wanna dive into what is it that TRG does and how are your, how's your internal brand um, feeling and experiencing those values? Okay, um, so what do we do? Uh, the main thing that we do is technology. Uh, we <clears throat> we sell and implement accounting systems. I'll make it simple. They're accounting systems. Um, 
and we do that either on-premise or on cloud or hybrid and we'll literally do it anywhere on the planet we will go there um, actually these days um, since we learned during COVID since we didn't go anywhere for two years right. um, we can do it virtually and be there and still do it um, so that's the main thing we do we do other systems as well like performance management you know ERP systems manufacturing all of that kind of stuff uh, that we do it you the, help people connect with the mm -hmm. right system and implement the system I, am I kind of clarifying that for myself a little bit better or is that not um, accurate we we hold several solutions okay. okay so they're the ones that we do arguably you can say well we're biased if we're doing solution a and we don't do b or c no. <laughs> it's helping you know where your expertise is so we, we are expert in that system uh we've been doing it for decades um and yeah if it's a good fit for for a for a company great well let, let's do business if we want to do business with each other if it looks like a bad fit sorry i don't want you as a customer <laughs> go, yep. go and see these other people who i know really um you know so we, we want to pick and choose who we do business with that's for sure um because it's we've got to have a win-win situation so that's the that's the main thing that we do um the other thing that we do on technology is uh, we do have an offshore development center we have engineers for hire um we don't do contract work we're literally uh, if you want that engineering capacity you would hire us and you would hire those people on a long-term basis a minimum of one year uh, but most of our clients have been with us for three, four, five, ten or more years. Um, so it's it's very, 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 very long term. Okay. Um, the other thing we do is the talent. So that's all around getting the right people on the bus and getting them into the right seats uh, and also sort of uh, development of people. Uh, these are developmental tools. Um, <clears throat> and um, in, in the world today, where we have the <clears throat> the great resignation, the great reshuffle, the quiet quitting, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. um, and even though many companies are hiring less people, so jobs are disappearing, the, the what people I think are, are failing to, what some people I think are failing to remember is that you can't stop hiring people, mm -hmm. yeah? You know, you know, sometimes I speak to business leaders and, and they say, no, we've stopped hiring and they've really, really cut it down and, you know, we're only hiring for these two roles. I'm going, okay, really, that's interesting. So um, if this person walked in the door and they're absolutely the embodiment of your culture, your values, they know everything about your industry and they would fit like a glove, because you don't have a job vacancy, you don't want to speak to them. <laughs> okay, well, if it's them, we will. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, duh. you know, if you want them to come through the door, if you want to find them, you've got to keep on hiring. So it, it's you know, you got to you got to keep looking for the right people. Okay. Oh, that's such a other... good golden nugget. I have to mm -hmm. pause mm -hmm. right there because that's a really good golden nugget. That even mm -hmm. if you stop hiring, you don't even you aren't even opening the door for that perfect hire when you need that hire. And you've closed the door. You've closed yeah. the door. 
flip yeah. it around. Let's pretend I'm looking for a job and you're looking for a job. And we go and look at this brand. That's a great brand. We go, they have no vacancies. Okay, that door's closed. I will look elsewhere. And so tomorrow the vacancy opens up. Well, if I've been looking at that and I haven't seen anything there for a while, I'm not looking there anymore. I'm now looking over there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So what they're, do what they're doing is basically saying we're not interested in people. Even if you are the per perfect person, we're not interested. I thought, mm -hmm. how crazy is that? Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. I always say, hey, you know, apply, and I don't care if <laughs> what you're looking for we don't have, because if you're the right person, we'll create the job for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we'd be crazy to not hire the right people. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that is, again, with all this shuffling around that's going on, you know, what's really behind that? It's because in the last couple of years people humans have had to work in a different way whether mm -hmm. they like it or not it's been forced on them with lockdowns and things so you're from the states you had it light you didn't even have lockdowns okay uh, <laughs> don't even know what they are really do you you're the uh, first one to just bat, bat us off oh you guys didn't even have to feel it that's that's good, yeah so, so, so yeah, if, you know, if you feel it there i mean you should feel it in other parts of the world where you really feel it um as i said you know i we we didn't leave the country for two years for two years i think i stayed within a 10 to 15 kilometer radius of where i am standing now for mm -hmm. two years yeah okay <laughs> so forget leaving the country i didn't even leave the city i didn't even leave the district i didn't go very far right um but anyway the with all the you know because people are adjusting what they feel that they feel comfortable with um some people no longer fit in the role they're in or no longer fit in the company that they're in mm -hmm. and they're just looking for where do i really fit yeah. uh, and because some people had to leave because they were downsized or some people thought that the grass was greener and it wasn't we got this sort of it's not a merry-go-round people are, are are moving around it's it's shuffling and and in the do you come back to the office or don't you come back to the office right. you know uh, the jury's out isn't it we don't know some companies right. said you're all back, so you're back five days a week. Others say don't come back at all. <laughs> we got rid of the offices, stay at wherever you are. You know, yeah. you're and some said four days, three days, two days, one day, or some other combination. It's confusing, isn't mm -hmm. it? Um, but it's changed the way that we work. So what work means has changed and how we work is different. So whether you're a person in a team if you're working hybrid and you like that, that's fine. But if you don't like that, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, so you're either all in the office, one extreme, or all at home or all virtual, that's the other extreme, or somewhere in the middle. Okay, mm -hmm. so what where where's the sweet spot that, yeah. that suits suits everybody? It's that's gonna be hard to find. So yeah. there's gonna be a lot of jiggling around and 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 the skill sets you need to work like this are completely different. If you yeah. have to manage a team like that, if you have to lead a team like that, you have to collaborate with teams. It's all new. Okay. Yeah. So that means 
the actual jobs that we have, irrespective of your job title, they've changed. The nature of how you need to work has changed. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the behaviors that, that we, are, we are demonstrating, the things that, that make us feel well-connected or not connected, um, are changing because our own personal values have changed as well. And mm-hmm. how we see work has mm-hmm. changed. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> to say we've stopped hiring, we don't need any more people. Ooh, that's a bit of a problem. Yeah, I, I the think people you want don't want to stay. <laughs> right, that's such a great. Like I said, I call that a golden nugget. Like if you take nothing else from this episode, I think that that is such great advice is to keep that door open and looking for that perfect fit. And when that time comes, evaluate how you can bring them on board. So I want to talk about just kind of to wrap up, who is who is a good fit for TRG? Who are you serving? And what is the easiest way to get into your world? Okay. Um, so who's a good fit for us? Well, it depends what, you know, we have lots of different products, so, but, but we're usually looking for enterprises and we're looking for people or looking for, for those who are probably in the international sphere, okay. uh, as in they don't just have a domestic operation. They're in a bunch of countries and we understand how it works here and all the other ones are headaches because we don't understand them. We're not from there. You know, they're the challenges. Um, and and for those CFOs and those C-level people who are trying to make heads or tails of all these different countries, it's not that easy. Um, yeah. uh, and since we want one system that everybody uses that's actually the same, that's a challenge. Uh, we solve that issue. We're, we're very good at that. Um, so that, that's one area. Other ones uh, on the coaching and speaking, all I would say is that anybody listening, okay, who's interested in any shape or form in continuing this conversation and the type of things that we've touched on and you brought up today, Shad, uh, and want to learn more about me or want to explore more insights about my journey or, or, or how I can help you, just please reach out and connect with me. Uh, the easiest way is go to my website, which is my name, rickivanovich.com. I'm also active on LinkedIn, and you can find me there. Just search for my name, Rick Ivanovich, and I believe there is only one person on the planet <laughs> with that name. Seriously. Seriously, <laughs> Google me. Go, go, go! Check it out. Last time I googled myself, it was only me. I couldn't find another person with that name. Okay. The we other did thing find is, a rich. We we, yeah, we we found a rich Ivanovich. Yeah, and that was an obituary. So <laughs> <laughs> good, good observation. So you're yes. Just remember, it's Rick Ivanovich. <laughs> Yeah. And we will put uh, that LinkedIn. Uh, I'll put your LinkedIn. I'm putting a note put here. put my too. LinkedIn. Now, I'll the other the thing LinkedIn that we can do is you can um, also uh, um, find out more about me um, through one of my masterclasses. Uh, I have another website, humanskillsmastery.com, which is like an academy site. It's very much linked to 
the business as unusual book okay um and there's you know it'll teach you how to find your life purpose and put a life purpose statement together things like that and uh because you've been so generous steph i believe um uh, this is going to be podcast number 71 yeah indeed so <clears throat> when you go to, uh, uh when you go to that website okay uh when you sign up i am going to give you a a code called pop p-o-p-p-7-1 pop 71 okay and that will give you a 100 percent discount <laughs> uh on any course there or since it's free 100 i i'd advocate just sign up for yeah. the one year subscription and you get everything for a year <laughs> that is okay such a generous gift rick mm. thank you okay oh, you're welcome and also if you want a really deeper dive into my perspectives go and get the book yeah <laughs> business, business as unusual, as unusual. unusual. Love that. Yeah. Yes, how to thrive in the new renaissance okay and it provides a more in-depth look into my beliefs and experiences and it should provide valuable insights so again if you go to the rickavanovich.com there are links there to amazon and barnes and noble and all the other places where it's available perfect okay and popp 71 pop 71 for passion on purpose podcast episode 71 that is the code it will be in the show notes as well as the link on where you can access those that those trainings rick thank you so much for being here i we didn't even touch on for the audience that it is very late for you and very early for me so we both <laughs> we both pat ourselves on the back for making time for each other and being here today okay thank you very much steph as we close i just want to leave everyone with a thought just remember we are not just participants in this ever-changing world, but we are architects shaping the course of our own lives, our own careers, and the world around us. So I encourage you all to embrace change and define it rather than just adapt to it. Be that catalyst in your own business as unusual world. And the transformation, it starts with you. And I'm eager to hear about your journeys. So please reach out and share. Yeah. So Steph, I really like to express my gratitude for, uh, for letting me come on your show, okay? It's been a great conversation and I hope our listeners have enjoyed it as much as I have. Uh, yeah. And to all our listeners, I really truly appreciate your time and attention. And I do look forward to hearing from some of you and learning from your experiences and perhaps sharing some even more in-depth future discussions. So thanks again, Steph, and to all yeah. our listeners for this wonderful exchange. Yes, thank you so, so much, Rick. Architects, that is who you are today. You are not just listeners. You are architects, as Rick says. Go forth, make change, and we will talk to you all next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast. I truly hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. So if you did, please rate, review, and share. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, whether a leader or an expert, 
please go to getvim.com forward slash podcast and you will find our application page or reach out to me directly and I can give you more information. 